Hello, everyone. Get ready for a cheese-filled episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So I've been looking forward to doing this podcast for a long time. I don't know who suggested it, whether it was you or me or a fan suggested it, but I wanted to do macaroni and cheese for a while. So I'm glad we're finally doing it today. And we have six different types of macaroni and cheese. What are your, uh, what's your research telling us over there? Well, the first one that comes up with research with packaged macaroni and cheese is where I went instead of go delving into the whole history we've kind of discussed before. We come up with Kraft Dinner. Of course, which is probably the biggest name out there for packaged macaroni and cheese. All the ones we have today are packaged macaroni and cheese. Yeah. So, so James L. Kraft, who's from Stephenville, Ontario. Did you know that? I thought he might have been from Quebec, but continue yeah so he owned jl craft and brothers company and he operated a cheese manufacturing (laughs) plant in illinois in 1914 okay and then in 1916 he got a patent for pasteurized cheese of course everybody has one yeah and then in 1930 a saint well here's like just like craft was from ontario but Uh had his factory in illinois there was a st louis missouri salesman named grant leslie who was originally from dundee scotland (laughs) who started selling macaroni with little like attached packages of grated cheese okay (laughs) and then in 1937 Kraft started making Kraft dinner it was successful for many reasons rationing in world war ii just meant meatless meals were more Okay. I was going to say in fashion, but just necessary. Yeah, necessary. <laughs> More women were in the workplace, so what they wanted the convenience. Not everyone had refrigerators, so the shelf life was bigger, like like was long, not bigger. I guess bigger makes sense. Yeah. And also, you could buy two boxes on one food stamp, so that helped create, you know, just that helped the popularity. There's different names, actually. We we call it KD in Canada or Kraft yeah, Dinner. Of course. They call it Kraft Macaroni and Cheese in US and Australia. Ah. Um, I forget in the UK, it's like cheesy pasta or something. <laughs> I kind of forget. Um, we have the Easy Mac Cup, which was introduced in 2006, which is yeah. just, well, you made it. It was easy. I had it. Just to give a little preface to all the macaroni and cheese, I followed all the instructions properly on the box except for when i was boiling the pasta it said boiling six cups of water i just filled up a pot of water so yeah i filled it up like i said stirred it because there was some kind of gelatinous thing in there maybe not gelatinous (laughs) but there was some kind of powdery stuff inside the macaroni and cheese that would make sense no it wasn't the cheese it was like before you added the cheese sauce in so i mixed it all up like i said microwaved it three and a half minutes Came out perfect, added the cheese, package of cheese, and it was it was good. I will say most packaged mac and cheese say to use skim milk, and we buy yeah. whole. We might have yeah. had, do we have, no, it was whole, right? Yeah, we used whole milk. And this cup, I ended up throwing the cup out, or, well, I recycled it. Well, it said do not reuse, so. 
Yes, but... <laughs> and it had a weird... I rinsed it out, but it still had this weird greasy feeling. Like, <laughs> I, maybe it was just because it was styrofoamy. Like, not quite plastic, not yeah. quite... And maybe just the way it stuck to it, but it was a little off-putting. But <laughs> starting with that, let's give it a try. I thought it was good. To be honest, it wasn't as good as Boxcraft Dinner. Okay. I... I but I think it would be really good in a pinch. Like if you were a student in a school, three minutes at a microwave and you didn't have to do anything. Like I didn't even have to. It say you may have to drain water out of the package. I didn't drain. I didn't have to drain any water out. So it was really easy. So I think it would be great for students or whatever. Just quick office meal. You know, three and a half minutes microwave. Boom, done. Yeah, I'll give it that. It was a faker orange than the others. I want to, I'm, it is not the fakest color of them all, but the fakest orange <laughs> than the others. And it was salty. I found it salty. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's part of what was in the... Gelatinous glue. No, it wasn't gelatinous. Well, I, that's the word you used. I know. It was more powdery, I guess. Oh, okay. I was well, thinking gelatinous when it came out of the oh, microwave. Oh, once it was wetened. Yeah. Wetened? <laughs> Moistened? <Wetened>. Moistened. <laughs> I'd rather say wettened, even though that's <laughs> cover, not a word. <laughs> cover it with water? Yeah, I guess the convenience, you just poured water in, right? And sometimes that's what students or someone needs. So I'll yeah. give it that, but I don't know. Quick bachelor meal. Like That's sad. <laughs> like if you don't know how to cook or if you don't have time to cook, I think it'd be great. Okay. But I mean, I picture it more convenient than a box craft dinner. Just if you're it at was. a school and you can't make craft dinner, right? Like that's what I pictured. <laughs> Bring out your hot plate and start boiling water. No, I mean water. like at a student because you're a high school student <laughs> or a junior high. I'm thinking because, you know. Like university? No, just like at a cafeteria in a school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you just pour, could you just pour water in, like boil water in? Uh, it didn't say, so. Okay. But yeah, I'm not too impressed. I personally don't like craft dinner. I like some boxed macaroni and cheese and craft dinner I didn't like as a kid. I hadn't had it actually since I was a kid, so I can't compare yeah. it. I can't compare this to box craft dinner because it's been years and years since I had box craft dinner. <sighs> that was a mouthful. Let's. Let's take a break so we can uh, cook up some more macaroni and cheese here and bring you an ad from our sponsors. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation, proudly supporting community needs for 65 years. When you make a gift to the Calgary Foundation, it's a gift that keeps on giving. The Foundation's knowledgeable staff will provide advice on the community's most pressing needs, keeping your interests at heart, and helping you give back in a way that is meaningful for you. Your contributions are invested in an endowment fund that provides a permanent source of funding, allowing you to make an impact now and forever. If you're a professional advisor creating a giving plan for a client, or a donor wanting to give back to the community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org to learn more, or check out Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, Insta Instagram, and YouTube channel. So we got five more macaroni and cheeses here. Which one are we doing next? We are doing 
Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel barrel Cheddar. There's a couple of different ones. Yeah. We picked up three different ones. We got the Cheddar. We got Havarti, I think. And there was another one, too. But we only did one for this podcast. Yeah, maybe White Cheddar. But yeah, we just did Cheddar. It was out earlier last year, like the spring of last year. We saw it on shelves and we're just kind of getting to it. They So did you know that Cracker Barrel is made by Kraft? I did not know. Yeah, they started... Selling and making cheese in 1954, the Cracker Barrel. Oh, hey, yeah. Because uh, I heard a story earlier on today about <laughs> the story behind Kraft. The St. Louis, Missouri man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. From Dundee, Scotland, yeah. They got the name from the 19th century practice where customers at general stores would stand around barrels of soda crackers and talk. The old soda barrel. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> um, they And it was designed to fit perfectly on a cracker. If you think of those blocks, they like you can get kind of like flatter ones, but the actual like more rectangular ones would fit a soda cracker. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, there is Cracker Barrel, the store in the States, but they kind of, mm-hmm. it seems like until recently, the last couple of years, they kind of just coexisted and didn't step on each other's toes. And I don't know, there was something that happened in 2013, but nothing really came of it. So let's give it a go. Okay. I thought it was good. I like the creaminess of it. This one was different because it also said, it wasn't as convenient because it said to bake it, right? And put breadcrumbs on top. Yeah, so it came with the breadcrumbs. So Oh, did it? Okay. I cooked the the pasta. There was a package, you had to add butter. So Mm -hmm. I added butter. I added, there was a like seasoning package. So like all the other ones kind of. Yeah, so I added that. And then I think I added milk. Probably. And Yeah, I did add milk. And then I added cheese so it, it looked like a big hunk of cheese whiz coming out of a bag Ooh. oh it said to add didn't it only say you could add more cheese on top of yeah. like more cracker barrel cheese which is yeah. kind of so i guess multi-step macaroni and cheese i did dirty a pot and a pan for this one mm. <laughs> so i mix everything together put the breadcrumbs on it was a nice coating of breadcrumbs yeah toss Toss it back in the oven for 10 minutes. And yeah, it came out really nice. I like the way it all came together. It wasn't like really messy and burnt on the bottom of the pan, which I was expecting. Yeah. And the breadcrumbs were a nice touch on top. Yeah, I mean, you could put breadcrumbs on any and it would probably elevate it a bit. But I found that creamy. It was too fake creamy. It was really yeah. off-putting for me. I did not like this. See, I did like it. No, it was and too... I did talk to a friend about this because we were talking about- You don't have friends. Was it a family member? Yeah, it was my cousin. (laughs) Because I was talking about the Cheetos macaroni and cheese. Which we'll get to next. And he said, have I ever tried the Cracker Barrel one? And he called it the fancy one. (laughs) Yeah, it looks fancy. It comes in like a pouch kind of, like a not resealable pouch, but yeah, so it's a little more expensive from what I remember. But I thought it was good. I liked it. No, that creamy was too much. I like the creaminess of it, the cheesy whizness of it. (laughs) Yeah, and that could be it. And cheese whiz, I never liked, and I can't even bring myself to try it. I still remember my nephew, and this would have been probably 1995. Okay. <laughs> he was just a little guy at the time. And I remember them having cheese whiz with fries. But the cheese, and they, so their mother put some on the plate, and I remember it was still kind of hard. So I remember him 
picking up a whole clump of cheese whiz with a fry. <laughs> just like it was a kind of an overcooked fry and him just holding it and me just gagging. So, I mean, when I hear, I still remember that and I cannot get that out of my head. Yeah. But you talked about the Cheetos. The Cheetos mac and cheese. We had the, we bought three flavors. They were out, they were out this year. Okay. Or not this year, 2020, like mid, I found some articles from like August of 2020. So we have the flame and hot flavor. Okay. Which, what do we have? There's like a jalapeno one. There was a jalapeno just... cheddar, a bowl cheddar, and the flame and hot. Yeah. So in 1948, the, a, Creator for Fritos made Cheetos. I don't okay. know if we talked about Cheetos. I don't think. And it's. I think we did talk about Cheetos on the Mexican podcast. And we had the Flaming Hot. Yes. Yes, yes we did. You're right. So Cinco de Mayo, well. like uh, almost a year ago. Yeah. Well, 10 months ago. So they sold so well. He <laughs> Just had... wait. We're going back on that comment. 10 months is almost a year ago. Not really. <laughs> They so, sold so well that he had trouble keeping up with demand, so he had to pair with Lay's, and then they merged in 1969. Now, the flaming, flaming hot, what? You're looking at me, what? <laughs> I, I didn't say a Get word. Get it out, whatever you have to say, <laughs> say it. Ten months is almost a year. No, that's like ten months. <laughs> it's it's almost a year. How many months are in a year? Twelve. Is ten almost twelve? Not really. Not when you're talking months. <laughs> anyway, so a janitor brought it to the CEO's attention that the company didn't have products that appeal to Latino, so flaming hot came about. Now I found some other flavors over the world, over the world, around the world. Mountain Dew flavor, strawberry Ooh. cream. Flavor. Are these Cheeto flavors or macaroni and cheese flavors? No, no, they're. Cheeto flavors, strawberry cream, cinnamon flavor, zesty Japanese steak, which is in China. (laughs) The (laughs) strawberry cream was Japanese. I want to try the Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Mountain Dew, but I'd try them. Yeah. And now mac and cheese, which isn't a flavor, I guess, so much as a different product. I really like this. I really like the color of it. (laughs) And I'll post some pictures on Instagram of all the macaroni and cheeses on their plates. <laughs> and I'll show the picture of the pot. Just because it was like so red and... So I said the other one was so fake orange, but this was red. Yeah. I thought Avery was putting a mound of steamed red peppers on the plate <laughs> from across the kitchen. I was like, that's... Thank you for making a side veg. Yeah. But why did you steam peppers? I thought that was a strange <laughs> side veg. But no I really liked the first bite. Yes. Because I thought it had this nice little kick to it, just like the chips. And the more I had it, it was more like the chips. Yeah, I wrote, that is flaming hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't so hot that, like... Oh my God, this is going to burn my butt out the next day. But it was like, oh, I don't need to add add hot sauce to this. And I often add hot sauce to But yeah, it had a nice heat. Because what I really enjoy is stuff that when it says it's hot, it's actually hot. Yeah. And not overly hot, but it just had a nice little kick to it. But not too cheesy. Yeah, but just cheesy enough. I didn't find it too cheesy. I found it like. I found it was cheesy enough, like to stick together almost like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like macaroni that. and cheese does. And it was spiral, but it still yeah. was called mac and cheese. Just, we're not getting it. One of the things with the spirals, though, it sort of fell apart. Like, there were spiral pieces left in the drainer, so. Yeah, I thought there was angel hair pasta in the strainer. I'm like, which one is yeah. that? And, yeah, that was kind of. And, again, I cooked it for the amount of time it said on the on the package, too. Yeah. So, I wanted to get 
their instructions right. Yeah, that's how we tend to do things. But it was fun. It was really fun. I thought it was really cool. It was a neat idea. And I, again, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so, so fake colored, so <laughs> red. There was red dye number one in there, and there was another red color in there. I forget what it was. Okay. Um, now for something completely different, Annie's Organic <laughs> Cheddar Shells. Yes. So Annie's has been around for 25 years, owned by General Mills. It's actually started by the couple, we've talked about it before, that found its smart food, popcorn. Okay. And then they were like sold out and then they started this. Mm. So she chose her, Annie, chose her pet rabbit, Bernie, for the rabbit, rabbit of approval seal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm... It didn't say if Bernie was still around, but I doubt Bernie is still around after 25 years. So that's all I have on Annie's. Let's give it a try. I didn't like it as much. I thought it had too much of a packaged flavor taste, if that makes sense. I thought it tasted like Parmesan cheese, like the can of Parmesan cheese, but there's no parm in it. I okay. read the la- I read the box because I actually first was like, oh, they're just stuck together and I didn't like it. We're not having it. I mean, flaming hot, <laughs> <laughs> like super hot. But as it cooled, I liked it more somehow. Uh. Somehow you would think it would glom together more, but I don't know if it's worth the extra price. No, I did not think it was at all. I don't feel like this kind of organic is what they're talking about when you say buy organic. So I often talk to other podcasters and I was talking to Maury from the Making Making It Cope Aesthetic podcast. And I know she's not part of the Alberta Podcast Network, but I'm going to give her a little shout out anyway. She's an awesome person. Her podcast is awesome. It's like five minutes long episode. So not even. So you can listen to a whole bunch at once, but may I digress? I always ask her what she's going to be doing on her podcast. She asked me what I was doing on mine. I told her mac and cheese, and she talked about, are you having Annie's? And I said, yes. And she said, on the side of the package, it says, instead of milk, you can substitute yogurt. And I thought that was weird. And she said she didn't like it as much. So definitely, I agree with her. I don't think I'd like yogurt in this. I didn't like it as it was. So I don't think yogurt would make it even better. Can do yogurt in a pasta salad, like yes. a yogurt. Definitely, if there was yogurt in a pasta salad, I could do it, but not like that. No, I think it would be weird. Yeah, warm. Yeah, I, yeah. I just a picture be... it separating too. Yeah, that's what I picture. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could use yogurt in any of them. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it would be good. So true. So next up, we have nor or is it canor i know that sounds stupid well but something tells me it's canor i thought it was always nor i always thought it was too is there another product that's a kn that people call it well they make a whole bunch of products yeah maybe i'm just silly because i don't know anytime you'd say canor instead of nor anyway it's a german company that was found in 1838 by carl heinrich theodore nor (laughs) and he (laughs) sold selling chicory for coffee company and then 1873 he sold dried soups across europe and in 1912 started selling bullion cubes so dehydrating vegetables and Mm -hmm. herbs yeah that's what we know nor for so this is more of a side it's a sidekick it it is a sidekick and it was interesting to make because you just add water milk and seasoning and you bring it to a boil you put it to a simmer and that's all you had to do but Okay. Yeah, it was super easy, but it took a little bit longer than the package said to cook. But maybe uh, maybe my medium is a little bit lower than their medium. Yeah, fair enough. But it was still good. Like, 
I didn't think anything was wrong with it. Do you know what? It was a little salty, salty, but not uh-huh. crazy. It tasted like other Nor stuff. <laughs> I was like, gonna... like their rice or their like whatever I've had. Yes, I was like thinking that. the same thing. I've been trying to pinpoint that. I thought it tasted like packaged scallop potatoes, which is probably another Nor product. I was thinking of rice that they had, maybe a rice and broccoli, like cheesy broccoli Yes, or it does taste exactly, maybe the, all their products taste the same. Yeah, and it's Or it has that like, similar pr- flavor profile. Almost a bullion flavor, if you yeah. really think of it. Um, yeah. yeah, I found the same thing. Like, But I think it was definitely a sidekick dish and yeah. not a main. Because I think it just needed something. Like, I think it needed like some ground beef or some some chicken, peas or veg or something. It needed something to go along with it. And it was definitely a sidekick and not a superhero. I like the, um, I think we've changed our um, tenses as we talked. We tried to fake that we were trying it right now, but we had them for dinner and lunch yesterday <laughs> instead and of today. making a whole bunch now. So <laughs> we had three of them for cats lunch. Cats out yesterday. of the bag. <laughs> three for lunch yesterday, three for supper today. So. Yeah. So although I think what you're talking about is hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it held its shape though. It was more yeah. like a skinny penne, penne yeah. and yeah, it held it had a nice more al dente kind of flavor and like kind of, yeah. kind of flavor. That's not a flavor, but texture. texture. Yeah. But I didn't mind it. I liked it. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could eat a whole bowl of it. So yeah. I, and it is called sidekick, so that could be our bad. Yeah. And last off is no name, which in it which is a microwavable macaroni and cheese yeah. in a tangy cheese sauce. And unlike uh, the only other one that was an actual elbow macaroni was the, um, which one was Cracker it? Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Thank you. <laughs> but wasn't what's Kraft Dinner considered? It is a macaroni, but Not we kind elbow? of called it elbow macaroni in, Amer- in North America. Okay. But it's just kind of like a short. Shape, yeah, yeah, a short noodle, but so elbow macaroni. We're going to talk now about instead of no name, which we've talked about, microwave food. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1925, Clarence Birdseye invented a machine for freezing packaged fish. And in 1945, Max and Food used this technology to sell frozen dinners to airline. He had planned to sell it to supermarkets, but then the owner died and it just fell through. And then in came Swanson, who we've talked about, who started making TV dinners out of yeah. extra turkey. They remember there was like yeah, a like, train of frozen yeah, turkeys. Like 47 extra train cars of frozen turkeys. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And then Campbell's came up with a uh, with a microwave tray for TV dinners in 1986, and years later, <laughs> I paused because I could hear cat like falling down the stairs or like tumbling down the stairs. We have no name pasta microwaved, and I just kind of looked up, which I had never really thought. Like, why are generic brands cheaper? Any idea? No. Pretty simple. They don't market the products. No okay. jingles, yeah. no ads. Though there are no, now I'd say no name in itself is not generic anymore because you can get the mm. no name, like no name things. Like they market that. They wear no yeah. name shirts I've seen at Superstore. And yeah. So they kind of. And they do have no name ads. So. Yeah. But yeah. kind of, they didn't, they don't really 
I think it sells itself by this yeah. time, not when it came out in the late 70s. So what you think? So you talked about the last pass to be an El Dante. Yeah, this was the opposite. <laughs> this was the opposite. And I like overcooked noodles. I know you do. So I like the texture of these noodles. I thought it was good in that sense. I wrote down so soft, better than expected. Yeah. Creamy. It needed ketchup though. Well, it didn't. <laughs> Unless you like ketchup on your... But that's a whole different debate. But I thought it was, for the price point, I thought it was good. It was like $1.25 yeah. for Yeah, same as a cup of mac serve, and cheese. So, yeah. yeah. And just microwaved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Quicker than the macaroni and cheese, like the Kraft Dinner Cup. Well, even though it was frozen. Yeah. Not room temperature. Huh. Three minutes compared to three and a half minutes for the microwave, or uh, the Kraft Dinner. So if you have that extra half a minute... <laughs> which i don't know <laughs> <laughs> who does so, nowadays <laughs> everyone it's covid <laughs> so we'll take a break and then i think maybe we might rank them yeah i think we will i, I kind of have some wishy-washy on this one but <laughs> i definitely have a number one and number six so awesome let's see so this week's podcast shout out is going to it's a conspiracy Andrew, Charlie, and Greg lay out the beliefs behind conspiracy theories, myths, and more. I really enjoy this podcast. You can find out more at itsconspiracy.com. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's an awesome podcast. Andrew was on our podcast a long time ago. I like just how they bring up the conspiracies. They don't believe or disagree with them or anything like that. They talk about if they're plausible. I'm going to play you a little clip of it right now so they can tell you more. It's a conspiracy! Alright! It's a Conspiracy is the podcast where we lay out the beliefs behind selected conspiracy theories, alternative accounts, legends, myths, and more. We do our best to present these without coloring them with our opinion until the end, where we let our feelings fly. We also do beer reviews, chat about geek culture, and whatever else strikes our fancy. Good times. And we're a part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. So, like I said, it's a conspiracy. Give it a listen. It's part of the Alberta Podcast Network. All right, Dave. Thoughts. Thoughts. And no, I'm just going to go right into it. Let's go. Do you want to go number one to six or six to one? Let's go six to one because I'm going to. Yeah. I, I think we have to go that way. I think uh, you're going to be surprised by mine. Okay, number six. Annie's. Ooh, KD. Ooh. Five. I'm going to put Nor. I, I'm changing my mind of what I have, so. I put Cracker Barrel. It was just too fake creamy. It was You're too weird nuts. for me. <laughs> Four. Katie. Annie's. Three. PC. Nor. Or I guess no name. Yeah. Two. I'm putting Cracker Barrel as 1B because I have 1A and 1B, and I'll get into that in a second. Okay. So I put the Cheetos Flamin' Hot. Okay. So what do you have for number one? It's not what I expected. No name. It was my favorite one. <laughs> Awesome. Um, the reason why I I have Cheetos and Cracker Barrel one A and one B because I don't think Cheetos belongs in this with all these. It's not cheesy enough. It, it, we should have did the bold cheesy one for this episode, but we couldn't. We saw. Flea yeah, we had to. We had we to. just had to. You're true. You're, we you're right, had to I mean. try this, and I guess where are we going to fit that in? But it was. We can't just have it on our own accord. I would have had that as number one 
anyway, but yeah, the fancy stuff, the Cracker Barrel, <laughs> number fancy stuff, number one for me, and I think the Cheetos is in a whole different group by itself. So yeah, and I didn't expect to like the frozen one the most, and you like overcooked pasta. I generally yeah. that's not necessarily. I don't mind it, but. It's not necessarily what I go for, but I don't know. I just, it reminded me of when you have leftover mac and cheese uh-huh. and it sits and it gets a little more plump. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not as cheesy like coating because it soaks in and it reminded me of that. And if you just put some breadcrumbs on top of that, it would have brought it up or something crunchy. But I did not expect to like the no name frozen, yeah. the easiest to make, probably the cheapest. Not that any are expensive, but I was shocked. Yeah. So, um, you I talked about you talked about Swanson's pie last, on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little snippet. I'm going to say snippet again, just a bug. You Lena. said clip it last time. Oh, snippet for it. sure is a word. I'm not sure. Clip it is. I will look that up. Okay, Scrabble. Yeah. So okay, maybe trouble. we'll do uh, pie day is coming up. So March 14th, 3.14. Yeah. So we'll see what happens then. What did you have to eat this week? What was good for you? The top of my mind is when we went for men. Dimensions yes. for lunch. We didn't even like. We were going to go out for lunch, and then Avery's like, "Let's go to Menchie's for frozen yogurt." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm in. We are adults. We can eat Menchie's for lunch yeah. if we want." Menchie's. It was our date. We had a first date we've had in since November. Probably even longer. Yeah. Um. No, we had some in November. I remember. I remember all our pro- important. <laughs> dates and moments. And I forgot how I had the black cherry sorbet. And half of that and half blueberry cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And I always get the boba. And yes. The one we go to, anyone in Calgary, the one in North, uh, not Northland, Brentwood, yeah, Northland, Northland. Pra- Plaza yeah. has Cool Whip. And I don't know any other one that has Cool Whip. This is the first thing. time I've saw a Cool Whip. What? I've been talking about that for two years that they had <laughs> Cool Whip. Are you just getting no. me going? No. So you don't listen to me? No. Not when I'm not when I'm dishing up yogurt. I've also said to him, "Let's go before. Let's go to that one. They have whipped cream." I don't know about that. I but. have for <laughs> sure. Um, and I just got maraschino cherries and blueberries on mine. I um, got a whole bunch of stuff. I had pure chocolate, and I had the blueberry cheesecake, frozen yogurt, and I had peanuts, and I had snickerdoodle, and I had. <laughs> Sauce. cherries and i had whipped cream and i had raspberry sauce and i had chocolate no peanut butter sauce and i think did I, you have raspberry sauce did you say yeah, that i had i don't listen to you <laughs> had oreo crumbs i had a little bit of everything that was uh it's fun yeah it's just a fun place it is to it, go. it's so much fun even though in covid someone else had to make it for you yeah but it still was fun getting somebody else to make it for you reminded me of subway and i'll have olives and lettuce on top except this was probably still more nutritionist (laughs) (laughs) exactly and we the same day (laughs) when we went to middleini's which is a block away in silver springs in calgary and i had steak and shrimp that was on special it was really good and like a stuffed potato they're always good over there, and they're so nice, and it's one of those hole-in-the-wall neighborhood restaurants. Probably family-owned. Yeah, and we ran into our neighbors there. and Tried our hardest to listen to what they, <laughs> <laughs> they were ordering, because we're nosy. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, we did. <laughs> I said it, and Avery's nosier than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much the highlights from this week. 
We made a lot of macaroni and cheese. Have we? I always forget, like, I don't remember last Thursday and before that. (laughs) I remember the weekend. So anytime you're like, what did you have to eat? Weekend. I have no idea beyond Oh, I made those. uh, Quesadilla things? Yeah, quesadilla things and tater tots with queso sauce on top yesterday Mm. because we needed more cheese. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah, so that's probably the highlights from this week. So, we like I say, chicken last week, didn't yeah. we? So oh. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just Always trying to jog my memory. I need to write what I had to eat. We should just make a menu board. Yeah, we could. Send us an email with any podcast ideas at the podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Look on Instagram for those pictures that I'm going to put up of the uh, macaroni cheeses that we had this week. So Especially just to see the Cheetos. Yeah, exactly. The color of the Cheetos was amazing. I'm going to yeah. say amazing. It was it's so the same fun. color as the Cheetos. Like, now, is it up there color-wise with being as fun as, say, blue maple syrup? <laughs> it was. Syrup? It was. <laughs> yes. I'd say so. Yeah. Well, blue first, I'd say. And then this. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, right, everybody. Keep on eating.